Hey guys, how you doing? This is JP Sarikolia coming to you uh, once again with another episode of Age of Heroes, my podcast. And in today's podcast, of course, um, I want to talk about the news as always starting the week. I want to talk about the news of the weekend or the important news or the conversation of the entire weekend. Uh, but before we get into it, I want to thank those that support my channel, uh, my podcast uh, financially. Uh, thank you for your continued support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for liking, commenting, subscribing, for sharing the videos and the podcast, and also for supporting me financially uh, through uh, you know uh, Patreon and GoFundMe. Uh, thank you for that. It really helps me a lot. Uh, so now let's get into it. The most important thing, of course, of this weekend, or one of the most important things, because always there's a lot of news, but one that really uh, makes us happy, uh, all the comic book fans and particularly MCU fans, is the uh, rehiring of James Gunn, the reinstatement to his position as the writer and director of Guardians of the Galaxy uh, 3, Volume 3, uh, which is very exciting. Uh, definitely, we are very, very happy. Uh, of course, I think there was Thursday. That's when the news were spread. Uh, there were uh, on the news. It was through Hollywood Reporter and also uh, through uh, Deadline um, that actually the news came about that Disney decided uh, ultimately to rehire him and put him back in the position as a director of uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And definitely, of course, uh, there's an uproar online. A lot of people really excited throughout the weekend expressing, you know, congratulations to James Gunn because of this, because the opportunity uh, for for him to be higher. And even him, uh, you know, finally broke the, uh, this on, on Twitter because he hasn't been, um, he hasn't spoken on Twitter since um, the incident uh, when he was fired back in July. So this is the first time he comes back into Twitter. And uh, he expressed this. He says, I am tremendously grateful to every person out there who has supported me over the past few months. I am always learning and will continue to work at being the best human being I can be. I deeply appreciate Disney's decision. I am excited to continue making films that investigate the ties of love that binds us all. I have been and continue to be incredibly humble by your love and support. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. Love to you all. Uh, so definitely very, very nice tweet. Uh, he expressing gratitude towards Disney and toward his loyal fans. Uh, because definitely it's been uh, pretty much on the on the news since then. Of course, a lot of people were extremely uh, dissatisfied with Disney's decision to let him go. And for, for, for many, many reasons. Of course, for those that might not know exactly what happened then. Uh, as you know, let, let's retrace a little bit back so people know what happened. Uh, James Gunn has always been very outspoken in matters of politics, uh, and he's been very outspoken in regards to uh, Donald Trump as the president of the United States and some of his decisions. And, of course, he has used, in this uh, Twitter wars, uh, he has, of course, been outspoken uh, against the president. Uh, so uh, some outlets, you know, like Fox News, took uh, upon themselves, of course, to, you know, kind of, uh, to hurt, uh, in this case, uh, a critic of the president. And, of course, they went and they discovered some old tweets, uh, over a 10-year-old, uh, over a decade-old tweets, where uh, some of the humor that was used back then, and we're talking about the beginnings of Twitter, back in the day where people really didn't care much about what they were saying in Twitter, uh, some jokes, uh, some things that were pretty much off-color, really, really bad. And they used that as ammo against, of course, uh, they put it on the public eye, 
And of course, a lot of that translates really, really bad on, uh, on James Gunn. And ultimately, Disney, under the pressure by a lot of their conservative, uh, you know, followers, of course, Disney, uh, it does, is, is well seen among a lot of conservatives. They decide to fire James Gunn. Um, it, it was really tough, a really tough pill to swallow. A lot of people were saying that this is definitely uh, just in revenge uh, because he's always spoken about, about the President Trump. Uh, I'm not here to side what is right or what is wrong. You know, this is not about politics here. But uh, it is clear that there was an agenda behind those that they go back and actually resurface and try to look for old trash after 10 years. You know that they're looking for something beyond that just trying to they want to hurt the credibility of someone. And of course, he was hurt. Uh, however, um, there was an outpouring of love, as you know, for many, uh, not only for, first of all, from the cast members, the members of the Guardians of the Galaxy, like Dave Bautista, uh, Chris Pratt, uh, Zoe Saldana, all of them, they even signed a petition for him to be rehired there were even people doing petitions just for him to hire him back and they got so many signatures the fans rile up you know the fires were behind james gone all on the way now it is true that it, it what he said was wrong and uh, even james admitted that you know back in uh, his last uh, tw uh tweet when he was talking about it he really apologized for that and in, on all, some of his old tweets he mentions that and uh, back in july 19 when he finally decided to stop he said First, many people who have followed my career know when I started. I view myself as a provocateur, making movies and telling jokes that were outrageous and taboo. As I have discussed publicly many times, as I develop as a person, so has my work and my humor. Two, it's not to say I am better, but I am very, very different than I was a few years ago. Today, I try to root my work in love and connection and less in anger. My day saying something just because it's shocking and trying to get a reaction are over. Uh, three, in the past, I have apologized for humor of mine that hurt people. I truly felt sorry and meant every word of my apologies. Four, for the record, when I made these shocking jokes, I, was leaving them, I wasn't leaving them out. I know this is a weird statement to make and seems obvious, but still, here I am saying it. Fifth. Anyway, that's the completely honest truth. I used to make a lot of offensive jokes. I don't anymore. I don't blame my past self for this, but I like myself more and feel like a more full human being and creator today. Love to you all. That was his last tweet. And of course, there was a lot of support. Um, now, the reason why I'm talking about this uh, today, um, starting this week, um, definitely uh, there's a lot. It's a, a big takeaway from this. Um, and first of all, um, I guess you see on the title, you know, James Gunn's second chance. I do believe that what he did was wrong. And I did mention this in some videos before. He made mistakes, big mistakes uh, in his past. Uh, but he's not the same person. And there's no real proof that he ever was, you know, participant in any of this. Um, you know, he made jokes like many people make jokes. We all make jokes. We have always done things that said things that we cannot take back. And uh, for some people, it's easy for them to go back and look at that and think and present that as a reflection of who we are. But sometimes that's not the truth. Um, we live in a time where people are so quick to judge other people based on things that they have said, particularly in social media. 
or sometimes we go by the rumors. Um, you know, you have to read the stuff in the context of the stuff. This is a younger version of James Gunn doing these tweets. Uh, he's joking about certain things. I'm not necessarily, uh, I'm not saying that they were right to do. He has accepted his uh, responsibility. He has apologized for them. And he apologized for them even after what happened. And uh, he was, you know, apologized. He didn't blame anybody. He didn't blame Disney. He didn't blame the all right or, you know, Fox News or whoever. He is blaming himself. He's taking responsibility of his actions. And he did it even gracefully when he was fired. He didn't really, you know, murk the waters. He didn't try to find justification for his actions. He just simply moved on. And of course, as you know, many people will love them and support him. And even the fact that people within the team, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, they came into support really shows the character, the type of person he is. The bottom line is this. You're not going to defend someone. You're going to put your career on the line for someone that is not, doesn't, you know, does, you know, do anything for you. You know, like I'm going to say this. If I'm a type of person, if my employer or my boss or my manager, if I'm working in a job, is really a jerk, I'm not going to stand up for my jerk boss, you know, for the director of, you know, in this case for the films. But they stand out. What really shows the type of person he is. They didn't see him just as their director or the person they work for, but they saw him as a friend, as a person that has proven uh, through the relationship they have and the friendship they have that he's not the type of person that he portrayed 10 years ago. He was 10 years ago because people change and people are not always the same, you know, and sometimes we have to give people the benefit of the doubt of their actions. And I think, um, you know, they wanted to give it that and fans were there and all people were came, uh, you know, to their support. Of course, Disney as a business trying to protect his own rights and, you know, trying to not offend most people, they make that decision. However, and according to the the reports here, uh, the articles, it says that they actually they they were looking for directors. They couldn't find anybody that could fit the profile. And ultimately, last fall, they actually started in conversations back again with uh, with James in uh, uh, private conversations. They came into an agreement. Of course, nothing was explained until now. Uh, you know, first of all, you know, as you know, the guys, the guys is a very successful. Uh, franchise and if you haven't watched my review i just recently reviewed the, the guardians of the galaxy the uh, one uh, you can watch that i have the link for you you're watching this on youtube very successful it makes 773 million dollars uh, and then uh, volume two earned 863 million dollars so you're looking over a uh, uh, one point what 1.7 1.6 billion dollars that's what they had you know it has gathered for disney so it's a very very successful franchise and the fact that this, you know, they see it from the perspective of business as well. You know, they want to have the director that started all, you know, they have the same vision. And I can tell you one thing, the vision of James Gunn for the Guardians of the Galaxy is a, gr is a great vision. Um, the, the, the movie, the first movie was phenomenal, in my opinion. The second one, I don't think it was as good. And I still have to review it, but it had it has a lot of it tied a lot of loose ends for the first movie. So you see that the, every he has done a very smart job in putting everything together. He wrote and he, of course, directed the film. Uh, and definitely, I think this is they've seen it from the perspective of business. What's the future for this franchise? A lot of fans were really hurt for his firing because. 
um, the, you know, you know, they were hoping for greater things in the Guardians of the Galaxy. And uh, of course, but James Gunn has been busy. He's been working in projects. He's been directing movies, upcoming movies. Of course, as we know, he's going to be the director of Suicide Squad, which has a lot has a lot of people excited. Uh, Suicide Squad Two. But now, um, you know, they now the Guardians of the Galaxy Three is going to happen. So people are saying that you you might see it out until two, 2022, based on the schedules of things they have, and you know, still in process. So it is good. I, I believe that. Now, the reason why I'm talking about this today. Uh, you know, laying all the facts aside, you know, we're not going to talk about the facts anymore. I want to talk about the takeaway, like I said earlier. I want to take what what's important here. Um, people make mistakes. We all make mistakes. Uh, and that goes for anybody. It, it even applies to our, towards our president. You know, I, I don't agree with the man. I, I think he he has an agenda, his personal agenda. He cares more about himself. Uh, all of that, but you know he's a man, and he also uh, make mistakes. Doesn't mean that no, you know, man will not change. I think every person in the world can change. The same rule applies towards every person. You know, you have to give people the benefit of the doubt. You might not agree with how their opinion. You might dislike some of the actions that they did in the past, things that they did, they were famous for. But that doesn't mean that they are the same. You know, because we all change. You and I would change, and um, you know. He has proven himself. There's a lot of things that showcase that he's not the same person that he was t over 10 years ago. Uh, he's not the same man. And I, I believe that, you know, the fact that there's a lot of people that stand behind him and say he's not that person really shows the reality who he is. The fact that he didn't blame Disney or social media or Fox News or whoever, you know, or his enemies, the fact that he took responsibility of his actions shows maturity. The fact that he says, I did it, I accept it, it was a mistake, you know, I'm paying dearly for that, and I move on. The fact that he did that really showcases the type of person he is. Is he perfect? No, he's growing like every any of us. We all are growing. We all make mistakes. We all say things that we cannot take back. There's things that we say that then we, we you know we regret saying, but we have said it. And of course, we live in this time of social media where everything is deconstructed in a way where you know it's hard not to uh, you know be painted in a good in a good manner. Sometimes says you know social media paints people in the wrong the wrong way. So we have to be open to accept that not everything that we see or everything we read is the truth. You know, you case in point, you see what happened with Brie Larson. A lot of people don't like Brie Larson, not because because things that people have said that she said, well, people don't get to the facts. You know, I, I watch it, their interview. I watch uh, when she was on and the awards where, you know, she expressed her ideas and what she thinks about, you know, the critics and, you know, the, the vast majority of them being white. She was not being hateful. She was just expressing facts and she was talking about a subject. Of course, that has been taken out of context and has painted in a wrong picture where people say that she's racist, that she's sexist. And of course, now she's the bad person. And uh, it's sad when people do that. People don't even go and really watch the thing. You know, what they do is just simply believe what else somebody else said. And that's what happened here with James Gunn as well. You know, people don't ruin the context of the things. We live in this fast-paced era where, you know, as long as they tell us something to believe and we accept what we, you know, we believe what we we receive, we don't really fact-check um, those things. You know, fact-check if it's the truth. And I feel that it is wrong that we live in a time where we don't simply stand and we say, well, we need to see the truth. We need to find the truth. And I believe that in this case, it, it applies the same way.
Yes, you know, some people might be unhappy that he's back, but I think most MCU fans are really, really excited. Um, it is not, we don't see it only for selfish reasons, not because he's a good director, but I think because he's a human being. And at the same time, you know, he has done wrong, but uh, he has accepted his wrong. And I think this is a good example. I think we need those examples in life. It seems that we live in a time where we don't share forgiveness anymore. We don't want to forgive people. We just simply accuse people. And that goes both ways, whether we don't accept people because of whatever political views they have or whatever, we just want to nail them against the cross and, you you know, and we don't want to hear it. And I feel that we need more, more than ever, we need love in this world. You know, we need forgiveness in this world. We need to see things from a true perspective. Um, as what happened, you know, for those, and I didn't mention this, I want to say early for what happened in New Zealand. So if anybody that watches this is from New Zealand um, or, you know, any of my Muslim friends, you know, I have a lot of friends that are Muslim, um, you know, I feel your loss. You know, I'm sorry for what you're going through. My prayers are with you. I'm a Christian, and I believe in love and accepting people for what they are. Uh, so if you are from New Zealand, uh, if you uh, have suffered the consequences of what happened in New Zealand, um, you know, I'm, you know, my prayers are with you. You know, Stay strong. You know, God is with you, and I believe that God will take care of this. And I believe the situations like they really bring us closer. You look at social media, people saying and trying to justify the actions of this this terrorist, you know, and uh, there's no justification of what they did. But I believe that, you know, love can break the walls, you know, animosity and enemies. You know, the Muslims are not my enemies. Crazy people are. You know, as a Christian, I don't believe that, you know, I'm fighting against flesh. I'm fighting against the spirit. The things in this world that are bad, evil, the real that is disguised as, as good. And I believe that, um, that in this case, we need to be learn to forgive people. And uh, it's not easy. I'm not going to tell you that it's easy. It's hard. You know, it's hard. Even for me, it's hard sometimes to forgive people that offend me. You know, I can hold grudges like everyone else. And I do hold grudges. Uh, but you know what? If you, We have to take the high road. And we have to see things with the opportunity. Uh, give people a second chance. Uh, they might not be, they might blow it again, you know, but at least we did our try. We give it our best and it's for our own good because forgiveness is not only for the person that receives it, but also for the person that gives it. It brings healing. And I feel that we all need healing in this world. I think that our, our, heart, our world is broken and, um, and it's good when we see this type of news. It brings hope, hope, you know, to all of us. And I think it's a good example to teach that to people. That, yes, you know, people make mistakes, but there's always second chances. Uh, sometimes we, we live in a world where we, 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 the mistakes of someone, we want to lay those mistakes for the rest of their lives. People that go to jail for anything, you know, the, if they pay their price and they come out of jail, they're still human beings. And sometimes they go to jail for the most stupidest reasons. And uh, they still need and deserve a second chance. So we have to give that. So if I want to give you this for this week, um, and this is final, the final thought of this, this, this podcast today. Give people a second chance. I think, you know, James Guy has a second chance, and I think he's going to prove himself. I think Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is going to be the best of the three, in my opinion, because, you know, it's grace. He has been given grace, you know, by Disney in this case. They didn't have to hire him back, but they did. And I think that's what, that's what I want to invite you this week, to give grace to those around you, uh, maybe a family member. That you don't get along with, maybe your boss, maybe your employee, employer, employee, maybe uh, you know partner at work, a teammate, any person, uh, a client. Give him grace, you know. Show him kindness and love and, and second chances and forgiveness. And sometimes, you know what? 
it works. You know, I can tell you one thing for the for many years I was a bill collector. I work as a bill collector. Um, and I have to call people for money. It was not the most pleasant thing. I got into a lot of arguments. But you know what? When I took the higher road, you know, and I learned that you know for many years of experience, uh, let people just bend and say what they had to say. And sometimes they say mean things, uh, you know, based on my race, on my accent, on this or that. But, you know, let them go. Just let them go. It doesn't mean that they didn't hurt. Those words hurt. You know, sometimes people can hurt you really, you know, for whatever. But you know what? I just let them go. And sometimes, not all, but some people will come back days later and they will call to apologize for what they said. And sometimes, you know, we don't see on the other side. And sometimes, you know, what's in the other side is a person that is hurting. Maybe it's hurting because of this. Reasons that we don't are unknown to us. And sometimes they say things and sometimes saying mean things or even racist things or even um, words that might come across as sexist or, or offensive. You know, it's just a defense mechanism they have because they're trying to deal with their own pain. So we have to be careful how we label people. Uh, and not fall prey of the worst of the world around us to tell us this and that, you know. And I think that's an opportunity, and we all have that. So that's the takeaway for for this podcast. Uh, you know, thank you for listening. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, share the podcast if you're listening through iTunes, Stitcher, or Spreaker. Share with your friends. You know, they can take it anywhere. You can take it on the way to work, on the way back home. While you're at work, you can listen to it. You know, just download it to your phone, to your tablet. You can listen anywhere. Um, and you know, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And again, if you decide. If you want to support me financially to keep this channel and the podcast going, you can do so through Patreon, through PayPal, and also through um, through GoFundMe. All the links are down below. So God bless you. Have a great week. Talk to you again. Bye-bye.